0: Welcome to the Donna Cloney Parish Podcast. We're an Anglican evangelical church committed to glorifying God, preaching the gospel, and making disciples. Folks, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this lovely time together to worship you and to listen to your word. Thank you because you are the hope of living. And we thank you because you have given us a hope of resurrection. In your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. As we look into your Word this evening, we pray for understanding, and we pray that you grant us a heart to receive your Word. For we ask this in Christ's name, Amen. Well, can I add my greetings to Brian's greeting? And uh, today, Choba, thank you very much for reading to us from the Gospel according to John, chapter eleven from verse 17 to 26, the hope of resurrection. Constantine Campbell, a New Testament scholar, said, death is the great enemy, though many of us live in denial of it because our culture tries to hide death. We often try to keep it out of sight. And actually, we also try to keep it out of mind. But the reality is this. Death and grief can never be denied. Death often take away those whom we love. It throws people into a state of grief. Some grief lasts for a while, but most grief lasts longer. Especially when we remember that there is no one to fill the space that has been left in our mind by our loved one who has departed. As it is said, you don't get over grief. You just learn to deal with it. Tonight, sh- I'm sure you feel it is harsh to say that we will we, we all die one day if Jesus tarry to come. But only as we confront the reality of death will we appreciate the hope of resurrection? Also, there is nothing like that to make us desire resurrection. John chapter 11 from verse 17 to 26 is the story about Lazarus. Lazarus and his sisters together with their friend Jesus. It all started in verse one. When Lazarus was sick and the sisters sent message to Jesus, who had delayed in coming to see his friend until he died. See that in verse 4 to 7, verse 11, and verse 14. The sisters both sent message to Jesus, who definitely is not a medical doctor. Jesus is only a friend, but they sent a message to him. You might be thinking, what could be going on in the minds of these sisters? Why would you send a message to someone who is a pastor, a preacher? Someone who is not a medical doctor trying to tell him that his friend is not mind? I mean, it's not, it's not well. See with me in verse 3, the message that was sent to Jesus, verse 3, that says, Lord, the one you love is sick. the one you love is sick and this leads me tonight to construst in Christ alone maybe i can ask you tonight especially for those who are seated in the church this evening and those watching me at home in whom do we trust lord the one you love Is sick. It is a message that shows that this family put their trust in Jesus. Lazarus loves Jesus and Jesus loves him. But why would the friend not rush down to see his friend who is not well? The reason could simply be that Jesus knows what he was about to do. Here Jesus' response in verse 5 of the Bible passage of John chapter 11. Hear his response. He said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for the God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. What is that situation that is causing you pain? Every now and then. What is that thing that you have cried out to God for his help about, which you have not really got an answer to? You may be asking, where is God? And what is he doing when our loved one is sick? Why would Jesus not heal him or her? Why should I continue to trust in him? I want to know why. Tonight, I want you to know that every situation of life, whether difficult or easy, is meant to strengthen our trust in God and our faith in him. A faithful trust in Christ alone. The sisters sent word to Jesus, who they believe can heal Lazarus from his sickness. They are rather thinking of Jesus doing the simple rather than doing the difficult bit. Come to think of it. Which one is easier? To heal a sick man or to raise a dead man? Yet in this passage, we can always trust God For the most difficult thing in our life. We can trust him for the most important gift. The most important gift that the devil has come to steal away from us. Recall in John chapter 10 verse 10 it says. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Yet. We can still trust Jesus for the best gift which is said I have come so that they may have life and have it in full. We can trust Jesus for life which he promised to all those who believe and trust in him. Just as many of us have experienced death stealing away our loved one. This year, I lost my uncle. I received the news from Nigeria. He is younger to my mother, and it broke my heart. Death stole Lazarus from his sisters and friends. Death Threw the whole family into a state of grief and sadness. I couldn't find the right word to comfort my mother when I had the news. Yet, in verse 11, Jesus restored life. He said, See with me in verse 11, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. Jesus arrived at Bethany together with a company of disciples who does not understand what Jesus just said. Telling you that Lazarus is dead, you said he's falling asleep. You are going there to wake him up. Is that the right word that you have for someone who is grieving? Well, we'll see. At his arrival, Jesus saw people who are there to grieve along with Martha and Mary. And as you would expect from the disciples who probably doesn't believe what Jesus said, they said in verse 12, if he is sleeping, he will be well. We don't need to go and disturb him. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there. Why is Jesus glad? So that you may believe. We see that this whole event about Lazarus' life and death and God's glory being revealed as we've been reading from our text this evening is all about people believing in Jesus And them having a faithful trust in Christ alone. Lazarus is dead. The family are grieving. But Martha expressed the extraordinary. She showed what faithful trust in Christ alone actually means. We can see this in my second point for tonight. Living hope in Christ you see, the faithful trust in Christ alone lead us to a living hope in Christ alone. See with me in your Bible, verse 19. Jesus arrived at Bethany. Here he met people in their grief. Many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in their loss of their brother. It was definitely an emotional scene. I know many of us here tonight are emotional. Some people listening to me tonight might have lost hope in what God can do. You may be asking, is there hope in grief? Although Martha trusts in Jesus, as we can see in verse 21, she called him Lord. Yet, she couldn't place it right in her mind what God promised his people. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 2, she can't probably, she, she, she couldn't place it right in her mind. See what Jesus said in his word while Isaiah prophesied. Isaiah prophesied and said, Isaiah 43, 1 to 2. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob. He who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. Do you see that? It went on to say, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. If at all matter, remember these words written in Isaiah. I'm sure at this time of shock, it probably has escaped our mind. When you believe in Jesus, when you put your trust in Him, those life sorrows, as it may be, will be like shadows to your precious soul, which the Lord has redeemed. The flames of life. The pain of death and the rivers of life cannot affect a redeemed soul which has been saved by Christ Jesus. So everything that God said through Isaiah is real, is true, but it can only be for someone who has a faithful trust in Christ alone. Here again, what Martha said in verse 21, she said, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. See, Martha believed in Jesus. She believes that whatever Jesus asked from God, he will do it. She believed in the present. And she also displayed a future hope of resurrection in Christ Jesus. Do you see that in verse 24? She said, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Martha has hope while she is grieving. She is confident of the fate of his brother Lazarus. And for many of us listening tonight... This is a challenge for us. Are we confident of our faith in Jesus? Can we have the same hope of resurrection that matter had? This hope is important. It's far more important than the present suffering or physical healing that I desire in people that I'm praying for and which many people today desire to see as well. The hope of resurrection is far more important than that healing that we all desire. I desire to see it in people that I pray for. But I need to have this clause in my mind that if it is the will of God, be it unto me. According to your word. That is what Mary said. See, let us learn to live with the memory of pain. I mean, let us learn not to live with the memory of pain and death. Rather, let us continually live with the hope of resurrection. Which Christ promised those who believe in him. As we come close to the end of the sermon. If you see with me in verse 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection alive. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? You see, the concluding part of the story saw Jesus bringing Lazarus back to physical life. We didn't read up to that this evening. Jesus brought Lazarus back to life, physical life again, which reflects and reminds us of what Jesus will do to all those who have slept in the Lord and all those who believe in him. God's word tonight in this sermon challenges our trust in Jesus while we are experiencing pain or while we are grieving. Paul, the apostle in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6, also referred to those who died in the Lord as being people who are falling asleep. He then went on to explain that the resurrection of Jesus is the hope that those who believe in Jesus, those who are falling asleep, That they are not dead. They will rise again. Do you believe this? As I conclude. Hear the word of comfort. That Jesus said in John chapter 6 verse 40. Jesus said for my father's will. Is that everyone who looks to the son. And believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. Brothers and sisters, our loved ones who knows the Lord Jesus and trust in him are not lost. They are not dead. They are just sleeping, as Lazarus did. So we can cheer up tonight, because the resurrection of Jesus Christ has given us hope that they will rise again. We will see them again in glory on the last day. And as I finish in another hundred or one hundred and fifty year time, all of us seated here and those listening to me at home, including myself would have probably died. Sadly, this is the truth. But the experience of death, to experience the resurrection that Jesus promised in John chapter 11, verse 25, we need to believe in Jesus. We need to put our trust in him. You can still make that decision tonight. If you do that, then in another 100 or 150 years, like I said, you will not die. But you will sleep. You will sleep in the Lord. Remember, our Lord and Savior said, I am the resurrection and life. He who believes in me will live. Even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Let us pray. We well, thank you for the hope that we're receiving your word tonight. Thank you for the assurance which we receive through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for calling us to believe in you and to trust in you. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you help us to do this tonight. We give you thanks for our loved ones who have slept in the Lord. We thank you because we also have the same hope that we will see them again. You will raise us up on the last day. Bless us, O Lord. For in Christ's name we pray. Thank you for listening to this Donna Cloney Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donna Cloney Parish please check out our website www. Donna D-O-N-A-G-H C-L-O-N-E-Y P-A-R-I-S-H uk or find us on social media.